0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with
1: Viator. Former presidential candidate Andrew Yang is running for mayor of New York City. Earlier this week, Recode reported that his campaign has cut ties with one of their fundraisers who's been accused of sexual misconduct. Question for the campaign is why it took so long for them to figure this out. These accusations of following the fundraiser for years, and that raises questions about Yang's vetting process and his campaign in general. Joining me with the story is Rico's Teddy Schleifer. Hi, Teddy. Hey. Uh, Let's talk about who we're talking about here. Who is the fundraiser, the former fundraiser for Andrew Yang, who is no longer a fundraiser? We're talking about a guy named Shervin Pishevar.
0: Who uh, is not a household name for most folks, but he was a very prominent Silicon Valley investor. Sort of made his name and his wealth with an early investment in Uber. He was a close associate of Uber founder Travis Kalanick, who people may remember was ousted as CEO. And he was also a, a fairly large Democratic donor. Um, you know, he's someone who, uh, like lots of people in tech, have used their fortunes to. Uh, start becoming a, a player in the political world.
1: So he's a big deal. He's a big deal. And where does the sexual harassment charge stem from? And, and what is the sort of status of that charge?
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess one way to think about it is he, he certainly was a big deal, is maybe how it should be rephrased. In 2017, uh, kind of at the height of the Me Too movement, uh, you know, a number of uh, men in Silicon Valley were accused of sexual misconduct. And uh, Pishavar was probably one of the most prominent cases out here. Multiple women told Bloomberg that Peshawar forced himself onto them and kissed them. There was also a rape allegation published in the media that was later proven to be based in, in part on a falsified police report. So there was a lot going on. Peshawar denied the claims to be clear and said he was the victim of, of a smear campaign. But it did affect his career. Uh, you know, Peshawar eventually moved to Miami, where he's kind of been keeping a low profile, but slowly entering the business world again. And as this makes clear he's also entering the political world again. It was interesting, in the aftermath of the Bloomberg story in late 2017, a number of prominent Democrats, including Cory Booker and Kamala Harris, people who had taken uh, money from him in the past, donated the money to charities and nonprofit groups to make amends for taking Peshawar's money in the first place. So there was a political fallout. And, you know, his money became uh, toxic, at least to those two politicians. And it's been three years, and now he's slowly reemerging on the political scene.
1: What was Perchevar's relationship to the Yang campaign up until this week?
0: So he was involved in a fundraiser that the Yang campaign was hosting with a number of tech leaders. Um, You know, there were three dozen people, a lot of them in New York, who were raising money for this event. So it's not as if, you know, he was not a campaign aide. He's not paid by the, the campaign. He's just a prominent supporter who was lending his time and his credibility. But I think one thing that people probably don't understand is just how sensitive campaigns are about who is raising money for them. Typically, there's a whole vetting process to make sure that people who have any unsavory ties or certainly uh, Me Too allegations don't get anywhere near a candidate. And that raises questions about Andrew Yang, who, you know, by most polling, is the frontrunner or a front runner to for sure, To be New York's next mayor, you know this was information that should be on the first page of Google. Um, You know this is not a hidden uh, Me Too allegation. This was quite prominent and certainly raises questions about what sort of vetting and what sort of googling Andrew Yang is doing.
1: Yeah, it's it's as a New Yorker watching Andrew Yang run for mayor is pretty interesting because on the one hand he's got a lot of name recognition. That's what happens when you run for president; people know. Who you are? At least they've heard of you. Um, I was surprised to learn that he is actually is a New York resident. He's someone who I always thought lived in in California. Uh-huh. And and his campaign has been, you know, at least on Twitter, dominated by depending on how you think about it, either missteps or things that just generate a lot of attention. But clearly, he has uh, support from outside New York City. How unusual is it for? a former Silicon Valley guy who was in Miami to be raising money for someone who's running in New York City. Is this part and parcel of of politics in 2021 or is this unusual?
0: Well, Yang, you're right, is depending uh, on his national name ID and his national donor base. The New York City mayoral election always gets a lot of attention because it happens in an off year. And frankly, there are some board reporters out there and people want to read into it. But also it's, you know, the nation's largest city. And, you know, the person who becomes mayor ends up becoming a national political figure by virtue of that. So it's not that unusual that Andrew Yang or frankly, someone like Ray McGuire, who's also running for mayor, will have uh, support from business leaders nationally. Uh, And I think Yang will do very well here. And I think there's going to be a lot of Silicon Valley money that's going to flow into the mayor's race and to his campaign specifically.
1: So you wrote the story and, you know, Teddy gets results. Uh, Shervin Perchevar is no longer associated with the Yang campaign. What's your sense of sort of other effects this this incident will generate? I mean, is this something that you think will register with voters at all? Do you think it leads to any sort of reassessment within the Yang campaign about who's doing what there? I think the biggest takeaway,
0: honestly, is beyond the Yang campaign, beyond Shervin Pishevar, beyond this one event, there are a lot of men who've been accused of sexual misconduct, you know, in the Me Too movement. And we're now a couple years later. And you know, I talked with some women leaders who are trying to assess should these people be welcomed back and how should they be welcomed back? So when I talked with Ellen Powell, who's a prominent leader in Silicon Valley, sort of at the forefront. Uh, of conversations about how Silicon Valley treats women, she made an interesting point. You know, she said, is Andrew Yang going to be the person who decides who gets welcomed back into society? Um, She's worried that we're on this path to, she says, taking everyone back and having the same problems all over again. Uh, And, you know, I think she's speaking for for women who are concerned that um, you have this Uh, decentralized system where individual campaigns or individual actors in society are making decisions about how America should be repaired. These are thorny questions, and I think there's going to be a lot more debate going forward, and there's not always going to be an agreement uh, among people about what is appropriate and and what isn't.
1: Teddy, thanks for your time and thanks for the story. You can read Teddy's full story at recode.net.